Here we are. Here we are. This is our second attempt at our first episode. <laughs> we decided we're going to call our podcast Weird Girls. Yes, Weird Girls, because I don't even remember the tag we made up for the first episode, but... It's like weird shit that women do and the weird shit that happens to them. <laughs> yes. And also, we're <laughs> fucking weird. Yep, yep. So it's me and Amanda, and tonight we have special guests... Emily and Charlie, who are probably just going to listen and then occasionally chime in and hopefully laugh at us and make us feel funny. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And they scoot in. Get ready for this. We're ready. Everyone's good. (laughs) Um, So. So. Are we going to do Amazons first? We are going to do, yes, the Amazon women because they are wonderful and interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so I think you have the bulk of the information. You did your homework a lot better than I did, which is the huge. So (laughs) I'll let you go first. And I think actually the things that I have. You can just play off what I. Thought. I'll just I'll just insert some little snippets here and there because I found some good shit. So okay, awesome. anyway, Amanda, kick it off. Okay, so I'm um, kicking it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Amazon women were um, they're kind of considered folklore during the Greek and Roman time period, but they were real as shit. But they were actually real people. But there's like. There's like a muddy facts about them. Like we're mm-hmm. not sure how entirely true, like what's true and what's not. Mm-hmm. But in general, they were women who came from an island. Um, well, they were captured by a tribe near the Black Sea, and they were put all captured and put on this ship um, by a bunch of men who just thought they were these random women walking around. Mm-hmm, mistake. But <laughs> little did they know, they were actually trained warriors, and they end up overtaking the ship killing all the men, and then they didn't know how to sail, but somehow (laughs) they ended up crashing into this island in the black, dead or black sea? I think it was the black sea. The black sea. Mm -hmm. And they um, start having to, you know, forage and kind of fend for themselves on this island when then they encounter the Scythian tribe, Mm -hmm. or people, whatever you want to call it. And these men who had this very traditional where the women stayed at home, they cooked and cleaned, took care of the children, and the men were in charge of everything, were just beyond impressed by the Amazon women because they were able to, they were great with archery, they were great with horses and just handling themselves, Mm -hmm. um, doing things that men would typically do during that time period. So they go to them and they're like, hey... Pretty much, you guys are awesome. Will you be our wives? Hold on. Come? I need to interject into Whoa. this because I read a different article talking about the first interaction that they had, and it was like the Scythian men were like going to like check it out and see what these women were yeah. doing. A couple of them like walk up to the encampment and they come across two of the Amazonian women, and instead of like conversing and having some sort of exchange, two of them just fucked immediately. Oh my god. <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> Like, they just fucked and had a really great time, and then the Amazon woman, like, they didn't speak the same language. I wonder how it was communicated then, because... The the article that I read, and the stuff that I was reading, was all written down by this lady called Adrienne Mayer, and that was, like, her main study. Like, she's written books about it, and she's, like, like a fount of knowledge about this, but the, the exchange that she describes where they just fuck immediately and through, like, sign language and just, like... They were like a lot of of like finger and hole gestures, but (laughs) so they were like, meet me back here tomorrow. You bring a friend. I'll bring a friend. It'll be good times. (laughs) And so that's how they were like, 
okay, this could be cool. We like these girls. <laughs> they seem like but a somehow good time. they I don't know maybe in your reading, but what I read is they somehow wanted them to come back to their village. Yeah, the dudes were like, come back over the we got like beds and yes. houses and stuff. And the girls were like, No, no, but check this out. Yes. We sleep under the stars, Wonderful. we eat our own, we hunt our own food, we don't stay in the same place, we mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck that we want. Why don't you guys come do this? And they were like, hell yeah. So yeah, what happened? That's what they decided on. That's <laughs> the men bailed. I mean, but it wasn't all of them. It was like no. a whole bunch of young men mm-hmm. that weren't quite as established. But they bailed on their lives and went and joined these women. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. That's how they got their, their husbands. So now wow. I'm wondering because like the big thing with the Amazon women is that it was just women. So mm-hmm. these men go with them. Then what happens to them? Because they end up where I where I read, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. they would ha- find tribes of men, or like tribes mm-hmm. and the men, they would cr- have sex with them, get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now if it was a boy, they would send the boy back with those men and create a relation, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. keep them. Mm-hmm. But if it was a girl, they'd keep her and they would train her up to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. So... What happens to these Scythian men? I think it was just very fluid, where they would like go back to sit like to their home if they wanted to, or stay. Like they just kind of tagged along, honestly. Okay. Like that okay. was something that she addressed, where it was like the Amazon tribe was always talked about as being like only women. There weren't men there ever, but what what which wasn't always the case. But like mm-hmm. they obviously never had male leadership or anything like that. Yeah, because I've, I've read a lot where people, like, they were man-haters and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and that wasn't true at all. Yeah, one quote that I got from her that was actually good was that <clears throat> the answer to the question of who will be dominated and tamed is no one. So, like, they weren't trying to, like, enslave men or have men be their servants or anything. They just, like, were like, hey, we like having sex with men. You guys are fun to hang out with. Come yeah. along with us for a while and learn how we do things. Yeah, and if it, you know, gets boring, whatever, you can leave. It was, like, it was like a symbiotic relationship, but they didn't, like, I don't really think that they were husbands, necessarily. It's yeah. Just, like, just partners. Friends with benefits, and yeah. they would hunt stuff and eat stuff together. Yeah. Um, what else was great about them? And so, let's see. Most I'm everything. They just... Pretty much everything. Had so much fun. I read that they domesticated dogs and hunted with eagles, and then I wrote this down because it was probably the best paragraph that I found. <laughs> the best accounts of Amazon sex suggest that it was, in quotes, robust promiscuous. It took place outdoors, outside of marriage, in the summer season, with any man that Amazon cared to meet with. Fuck yeah. Yeah, just like outside, anywhere, anytime. Specifically in the summer. Yeah, they liked it in the like summer. It's warm. It's warm. We can be naked outside and it's comfortable. It's fine. And by some accounts, uh, like, within some groups that had wagons that they would stay in, the way that they would signal that people were, like, getting busy inside was that they would hang their quiver of arrows outside. So, like, a sock on the doorknob. Oh, they were like literally just high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe college. They're a little bit more independent. They're learning things and taking care of themselves. But okay. just fucking everywhere. And they kind of only almost had their own Burning Man kind of deal where, like, mm-hmm. a, I think once a year they'd have a huge bonfire and they would make alcohol and... I believe they would throw weed mm-hmm. into the fire mm-hmm. and just get really fucking high and they have a good time. They would dance around the fire, and the yeah. alcohol that they made was fermented goat's milk. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, love it. Yeah. So, did you find anything um, further about them? 
cutting off their right breast in order to be able to <coughs> shoot better with their arrow, or is that that kind of myth? That I think I wish I sh- I wish I wrote it down, but I think that was just a mistranslation of what they called them. It was like mm, okay, one of the words meant like uh, breast, and then the word a or the letter a was before it, which meant without. Okay, but. That wasn't necessarily true, and they didn't really find anything like archaeological, like ar- within archaeology, I guess, to uh, confirm that. But um, yeah, one interesting thing that I found was that this lady, uh, Adrian Mayer, worked with a linguist and vase expert to examine some words on vases depicting Amazons. And previously, they'd been considered nonsense words, but they turned out to be names for male and female Scythian warriors in their own language, which was, like, unheard of. Like, okay. it was, they translated it for the first time after more than 2,500 years. And some... I wrote this down specifically because some of the ancient names included... I uh, won't know how to pronounce any of these, but it's P-K-P-U-P-S, like... Pupus, 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 which means worthy of armor, or my favorite, kepes, which means hot flanks, eager sex. <laughs> hot flanks. <laughs> what up, hot flanks? <laughs> That's a way better name. Hot flanks. <laughs> Hello, hot to trot. This is hot flanks. <laughs> and then barquita, which means princess, or casa, which means one who heads a council. So that was really interesting to me. Like, they, this lady translated some language that hadn't ever been translated before. Or at least in fucking 2,000 years. That had to be really challenging, like, to try and find a basis for that. Because I feel like what really, oh my god, (laughs) um, kind of set for so many different, you know, like, Egyptian and and Hebrew and um, Greek, I feel like we're really... Because of the Rosetta Stone, we're able to move forward and we were able to understand so much more. Mm-hmm. But they have languages like that. How are you supposed to... And I gotta pause this, because... Hey, okay, we're recording again. And, and so, we're back. So, so Amanda's Googling the word lesbian. I'm trying to figure out... This I, is off topic. Just, this is very off topic. This is just something I'm researching for mom. Because... <laughs> They would claim that the Amazonian women were lesbians, which wasn't entirely the case. Like, they weren't... Like, like they, they might have dabbled. I'm sure they experimented, they did, honestly. But I don't know if it was, like, this full-fledged, vaginas-only kind of thing. Maybe so for some So I'm going to, like, riff on this I, for a second. Imagine the Amazonian women on that ship after they overthrew their captors. There's only girls on that ship. They're, they don't know how to sail, so they have nothing else to do. You know that they dabbled. They dabbled. And diddled and <laughs> All the dibs. <laughs> All the dibs. Emily? What are you going to say? What? I can't remember. Damn it. God, God damn it, Emily. <laughs> All I'm getting is, like, the history of being a lesbian, and I want to know, like, I feel as though maybe I'm mixing my witch research with my Amazon research, but I feel like, uh, I feel like it was just some fucking, uh... Propaganda because they didn't live within the social norms of their time. And at all times in history, if a woman is weird anyway, they're like, well, you like women. That's all. Yeah. Like, if you don't... And often that's always thrown out when, like, a woman doesn't want to obey a man. Like, period. Like, or doesn't want to have kids. Like, yes. Doesn't want to get married. They're like, well, you're a fucking with her lesbian. Yeah. 
Or give him a long hug. Her platonic friend lesbian. Gail, immediately lesbian. Yep. No. Nope. Is that an Oprah reference? Mm-hmm. That's a, <laughs> that is a strong Oprah reference. You just slipped it in there like you weren't even going <laughs> to... I'm not even going to explain that. You guys got Lesbos. it. Lesbos. Lesbos, they're there. Okay, that so that's that an actual a, term. That's an mm-hmm. actual term. It's like part. It's that's the cool. Greek. Wait, I want to see that graph of use of the word lesbian over time. Real big pe- peak in the seventies. <laughs> really big peak. They just had a revolution. What is the origin of the word lesbian? Okay. All right, we're figuring this out. This is the real root of everything that we're talking about. I repress lesbianism. Oh, the island, the Isle of the Lesbos. The Isle of Lesbos. And that's, Damn it, they that's were there. <laughs> they visited. That's where they vacationed. <laughs> that was their vacation isle. That was the Cabo of the day. Oh, yeah, because the poet Sappho, he was, uh, he or she, was it a she? Sure, it was a he. If you um, it was a he. Um, of Lesbos. Oh, wait, no. Was it Sappho was an intellectual poet who wrote many love poems to other women. Oh, it was oh. a lady. So she was writing these love poems to women. Her writings were very erotic. Yes, yeah. and she wrote frankly about her love and attraction to women. Oh, okay, the very first lesbian. Okay, <laughs> cool. Where, it, where is the Isle of Lesbos? Let's take it. Hmm. Okay, Google again. <laughs> Isle of Lesbos. So like We're going to get some weird I'm, porn I'm popping up scared. right now. Let's the go. lesbian cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the deep sea of lesbian Greece. Oh, hey. Okay, isn't that where uh, Scythia... What, what is a modern-day Scythia? Oh, let's look that up. This is some precursory research that we did not do. <laughs> no, this should have been researched this morning. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> me reading an- Instagram over and over again. Literally every night I'm laying in bed looking at my phone like, oh, fuck, I should research stuff. And then I just go to sleep after I look at Instagram <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> I watched this amazing... Do any of you have Amazon Prime? No one answered. Nobody's that rich, bitch. No, I signed up for the free month and then put a date in my calendar that said cancel Amazon Prime. That was the actual... 30-day mark, so no. <laughs> God damn it. Well, there's this show called Fleabag, and it's about these um, feminist British women. Mm, I'm in. And it's <laughs> amazing. That's all I had to say. I can't... What are they... Do they, they just... They're not lesbians. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> it's just a wonderful lesbians. show. Lesbians on the brain. All right, so Ireland. Okay. Here we go. Amazons. So... What does the word Amazon mean? Like, why is there the Amazon rainforest? But then these women were called... The- who decided this bullshit? I'm like, who who named these things? Well, that's what I was going to say. That word that I don't remember that people... Is it in here? No. Mm. We're going to have to edit out a lot of we're this. Losing we're just, like, we're reading Wikipedia. Um, okay. I'm watching the ratings go down. <laughs> no one's going to care about this podcast. Calvin's giving us a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin just starts his own podcast. It's just him licking continually. He literally looks like a Tootsie Roll. It's somebody squished. Yeah. Where is he? Look at him. Weenie, hey. Or he looks like a little poop Ooh. that he would poop. You know, the one that like curls up on itself. Oh, yes. Sometimes little. like his poop gets backed up because he's so low to the ground. Oh. Whoa. You need so to work his little legs out. And yeah. Oh. And so it's like he's pooping, and then it's like coming out, and then it gets. Stuck. Oh, it just turns into a giant. Po- oh, because his butthole is like two, and in- he's got it's such low ground clearance. Yes, <laughs> everyone in the world wants to know about this. He can't make it over speed bumps. No, he's useless. He is useless. He's a pointless dog. Learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, mm-hmm. like the best, every other dog in the world. The best is when he thinks he's going to pee, so he lifts his leg, and all of a sudden he surprises himself. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like. 
probably the highlight of my day. I have no friends in Austin. <laughs> you ever seen a dog get a poop stuck like halfway out their asshole and they're running around frantically because they don't know what's happening? <laughs> yes. That is also something that's happened to Calvin. That's what I like to imagine the aliens are thinking watching us do everything. Just, they just look like dogs with shits halfway out of our assholes. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what's happening to us. That dogs do is how stoked they get after they poop. They're so they're like yeah. I'm free. Light. They're like the yard. I thought I was dying. I thought there was parts of me falling out, but I'm okay. I'm gonna die. <laughs> That's plus second moment where death is so close. <laughs> But then you make it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's a how dog I feel after I poop. Honestly. <laughs> You're free. You can move again. Do some laughs. You can bend it's over and not. Do some laughs. Is that all we have about Amazon? Uh, I feel yes. like you had a lot more information, but it was kind of just like the ba- They were awesome. Like They it, really were. It was such it was such folklore. Like there's a little Greek mythology talking about like Hercules trying to go find the girdle of Hippola or whatever her name was. So there's lots of that where they were like supposed to be the daughters of Ares, but Yes. So that's all folklore obviously, but mm-hmm. there's actual archaeological digs that found um skeletons of them. Yes. And that that's part of the reason why they disbunked the idea that they never had men in their tribes because there would be family graves with, like, male skeletons and female skeletons and children also. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the myth that they would kill baby boys was not true. Mm-hmm. And And people thought it was just pure fol- folklore that they were warriors, but there was lots and lots of skeletons where they were, like, battle-scarred and bow-legged from yes, riding Yes, from riding the horses. Mm-hmm. And they had all their weapons buried with them, like real warriors, so it was just absolutely fact. I think... We're badasses. They were just badasses, and I feel like there was this period of time, like, I, like the world is just a continual circle, and every once in a while, everyone has an aha moment, and their shit gets together, where women and men are equal, mm-hmm. and they're doing the same part. Like, because there was, you know, the Greco and Roman relationship between a man and a woman was equal, like mm-hmm. his wife. I mean, he was also allowed to go diddle young boys and have a mistress. Mm, classic. Classic. But mm-hmm. for the most part, like, the woman could conduct business, and so could the man. And so there's these periods of time where women were equal to men. And I just wonder if the Amazon w- women were a part of that. They just hit, like, the sweet spot in history. Yeah. Because there's, like, these awesome. random little pockets of history where women are suddenly valued. <coughs> and they're, like, mm. you know. What's that like? In political power. You know what's really sad? Well, mm. It's sad on so many levels. According to the UN, for women's rights, the United States is number 23. Jesus. You know who is beating our asses? Who, like fucking Saudi Arabia? Rwanda. Jesus. They have more women in parliament than we do. I feel like I've seen that there's some tribes in African countries that have uh, matriarchal societies. Yes. You've seen that, that fucking like screen grab on Tumblr. I'm sure it's from a documentary, but they're interviewing one of like the female uh, matriarchs of her tribe, and she says, "We just don't give power to men because if they have it, then they spoil everything." <laughs> so, <laughs> so wise. <laughs> Damn right. I was watching one of those videos of. Uh, that reporter at Trump rallies, like, interviewing women, or just interviewing people and asking them basic questions about <laughs> why the fuck do, they're Do you there. have a brain? Yeah, and what the fuck they're doing. And he was talking to one lady about why she thought Hillary Clinton shouldn't be president. She was like, well, you know, just women's hormones, they're just unbalanced. They, they could start a world war like that. And he was like, 
Well, do you ever, like, do you consider the fact that a man has started every world war, every war in history? And she was like, no. Yeah, just all logic dismissed. No. <laughs> also, I don't know where I read this, but during your cycle, your <clears throat> estrogen levels go way down and your testosterone levels go way up. So you're actually hormonally more like a man. So that's Very why you cause problems. That's yeah. why you're a mess. That's why you're fucking mad and you want to murder people all the time because you're at the baseline of male emotion. That's just where they chill. Yeah. <laughs> that's just their home. That's Someone looks at you wrong and you cry and then want to punch them in the face. That's a man's everyday life. And then they uh-huh. act on it and it's fine. What is it called? Not polygamy because polygamy is when a man has multiple wives. But what's it like, called? Polygamy Dying. is just multiple no, marriages. Or multiple. No, but there's a female version where a woman has multiple husbands. Oh. I think you're right. Ooh. We're talking about this one. Oh, shit. You're, dude, I wish I could sit in on your classes oh, that you're taking right now. Sidebar, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, Emily texts us, like, a new subject that they're talking about. I'm like, God damn it, I should have gone to college. We... <sighs> Just for Wait, this what's this class? But communication. No, gender and society. Oof. Yeah. I would. Get, how do you keep your mouth shut in that class? How that's, do you? <laughs> that's, that's too much. Oh, no, good, good job, Charlie. You're a fact checker. We need you. <gasps> yes, we'll keep you. We so literally need. This is what we need Nolan for: is to be like googling stuff as we're talking about. It. Be like, nope, yes. that's wrong. Yep, that's correct. So no, you're pronouncing that entirely wrong, bitch. Yeah. Cow baby, cow dog. Is this yours? Yes, that's my son. Yes, wow, that sounded terrible. <laughs> his name's Calvin. That's his Christian name. Double with me. He's a double with the inception. You didn't follow your parents' lead to go to your dad? No. Okay. Where are those dogs? They're, um... They're with neighbor Tammy. Yeah, they're with neighbor Tammy. She's watching them. Did you guys read that article that I posted on Facebook? Yes, I read the entire thing. Yeah. Remind me again what it's about, because I read it incredible. and it was interesting. Which one? Hit me with the... Hit me, hit me with the stats <laughs> again. <laughs> 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 I literally read all of it, but I don't remember what it was about. <laughs> what was it? I'm looking on Facebook right now. The, the t- article oh, is called How to Increase Your Sex. How to Get Laid More Often. Yeah, that. But it was talking about how... Throughout history, right? at the center of it. Yeah, like throughout history, women have not been recognized as sexual creatures. Like, it's the societal norm for men to be seen as like sexual deviants that will just fuck at any given time of the day and women are like no I don't really feel like that but actually it's the opposite almost yeah. no they just said that they were equal and that it's like they won they did like a study about what turns on like they Yikes, got, right <laughs> I don't know oh, he's cool. I don't. the girl is friends <laughs> girlfriend <gasps> She's so cute. I'm sorry. What? Their babies would be the most beautiful ethnic. I ass. think she's so cute. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. She is super cute. All I saw earlier was her little wedge, wedge booty on super her really foot cute. and her red painted toenails. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm reading. Well, I'm rereading the history of the breast. Oh, I love boobies. Boobies are the best. I probably should say this for another podcast, but it's just boobs are their that. own episode. They okay. are. But quickly, they do comment on how, like, the woman's body, especially, funny enough, mm. women used to be worshipped, and they were considered equals and often, like, above men. But then Christianity came in, and mm. women's body began to belong to the man. Won't get into that right now. But anyway, <sighs> dealing with, like, women's sexuality, like, they've always had that level, but because of, like, shifts in culture and how... Ah, I read this amazing book about human sexuality and how 
they started being suppressed by by men because they wanted to have all the power and they wanted to make sure that they were it was just for breeding purposes like for mm-hmm. property it completely changed it at a certain period of time mm-hmm. and then now we're finally the revolution was actually us just doing how we used to be mm-hmm. a long time ago before that kind of shift happened yeah in that article it talks about mm-hmm. how at the um like how it started out as women being seen as like sexual deviants who can like overpower men with their sexuality mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how it was like they would be like feared because you know you could pussy two bomb yeah <laughs> quite literally quite literally they can do whatever they want yeah that i remember reading that in the article and then to shift the power men started trying to make society see women's sexuality as purely reproductive right yeah. wasn't yeah. that in there yeah i can't remember what exactly like spurred the shift but they were like, no, I don't like this. I don't like this. They can yeah. do whatever. They're, they're fucking whoever they want. I don't, I don't want that. I don't like that. It's yucky. I need to research more into that, like, why the male psyche suddenly put women into that category. Like, why men in power suddenly, like, like really deep into it as to, like, why would that bother you? You know, like, what, yeah. what created that bother? Because if you started it with it not being a problem... What was that shift? What was that one thing that changed so many people's minds that it became a cultural shift? When in history, though, when things have been going good, does someone not come along and fuck it up, though? That's very true. true. You're like, you know, we're chilling, everything's fine, everybody's happy, everybody's eating and sleeping, and, you know. And then Trump. And then (laughs) Trump. There's a Trump for every century. (laughs) And I was researching, like, what were our past Trumps? Like, Andrew Jackson. That piece of shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> but at least we know. Don't kill me for saying this, but if he were to be elected, we would survive. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like shit's shit's been worse, probably. Yeah. I mean, trail of tears. Yeah. Woof. Woof. And that guy's on the what dollar bills? Twenty dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And he. I mean, he's trying to have like a second trail of tears, sending Muslims packing with. Honestly, it's it's a mess. Everything's a goddamn mess. But when has it not been? Very true. I was just listening to an episode of The Dollop where they were talking about. Um, do you remember the protesters in? I thought it was Oregon, but I guess it was Nevada, where they were protesting having to pay for their cattle to graze on federal land, and they like overtook a federal government building and were like. I thought that Whoa. was Oregon. I thought so too, but when they were talking about it in the um, maybe maybe that- it happened in a couple places. So no. it, was, it was that exact dude. Like, they said him by name, but for some reason oh. they were saying Nevada. But anyway, oh, God, where was I going with that? Mm. Sorry, I, that was my bad. No, you're fine. Um, overtake federal. <laughs> um, federal building. The government's watching you. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, that was armed group takes over Oregon wildfire refugee building. Yeah, that was, but I think it was the same, the Cliven Bundy, yep, there he is, that motherfucker. That motherfucker, oh, he's, he's a Nevada rancher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nevada, Nevada, how do we say this? That's tomato, tomato. Yeah. Colorado, Colorado. <laughs> I do say Colorado. Both, both, you know. Do you say both? Yes. Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> I there, nothing. There have been rumors, there have been accusations, <laughs> accusations thrown my way. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, it was just hilarious listening to them talk about, like, why he decided to do that. He was saying that, like, his family had lived on that land since, like, the 1800s. 
and they thought it was like unconstitutional that the federal government was trying to get them to uh, pay to graze their cattle on federal land. And then a local reporter started looking it up, and uh, they hadn't lived there since they'd only lived there since like 1950. So, oh, this is what I was talking about: Trail of Tears. Oh, yes. He was talking about how they were being literally treated like the modern day Native Americans. <laughs> And being forced to leave their land. So they're talking about, okay, so this motherfucker has lived there since 1950, when it was less than 50 years earlier that Native Americans are being slaughtered and sent off of the land. Yeah. So, like, so you're trying to take, you're trying to steal what I've rightfully taken from the Native Americans. Yeah. It's not going to fly. I'm white. You can't do that to me. Yeah. So it sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awful. Charlie, what are you doing? Yeah, what's happening? Why are you? What happened on Facebook? Tell what? me. I can't. Yes, you can. Tell yes. the world this. Yes, you Shall, can. You want me to pause it? We can edit it out. No, I'm. Okay, you can edit it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pause it. Uh, pausing. Pause I'm for sorry, shit talking. <laughs> there we go. So we paused a shit talk, and then we shit talked our entire country <laughs> and religion <laughs> and race for about an hour. Yes, and talked about our cultic upbringing. And we're back. And here we are. We're all exhausted mm-hmm. and angry. <laughs> and um, but to tie it all back to the Amazonian women, I feel like... Love them. Love them. Love those bitches. I feel like any since our topics are always going to be about women, we're always going to end talking about feminism and ranting about something, which is kind of what we've been doing. <laughs> That's just like our general conversation always. Oh, I thought about this while I was in the bathroom. Do you think that there's a modern equivalent to the Amazon woman? That is an excellent question. Because yeah. like women yeah. are in the military in almost you know lots lots of parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But do you think there's any particular like subgroup of women that's doing something that different? You know, I feel like this point in time there's really nothing that hasn't been done. But yeah, I I almost want to bring it back to the women in Rwanda where. It kind of happened by chance that so many women came into power and started doing like, for like professionals, like they mm-hmm. had to become doctors and lawyers and members of the parliament and in the senate. And however, I'm not entirely sure of their governmental structure, mm-hmm. but because so m- many w- men went off to fight in the ongoing wars that are occurring mm-hmm. in those countries in Africa. Mm-hmm. And so they were suddenly thrust in these t- into these positions of power, mm-hmm. and these women are thriving. So I almost, they're not entirely like the Amazonian women, but I feel like they're kind of equivalent where they're doing something that a lot of women haven't been able to do yeah. because they were, it, that type of change has never happened that quickly. Yeah, sort of just, well, I was just thinking while you were talking about that, about during World War II, when so much of the male population in mm-hmm. the United States was gone, mm-hmm. that so many women had to step into professions that they'd never done before and step outside of the home in a way that they had never done before. And then the cultural shock from that, and then on top of that, the cultural shock that happened when all of the men came back and women were then... From being professionals and respected in their trades and seen as equals and contributors to their country and their homes, then they're just like, yeah, I'll get back to the kitchen. Yeah, and they're just mm-hmm. fired, and then they wanted to make room for the men who were coming back. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they did that. They were given the opportunity to make a change and take on responsibility that they'd never been given before, and they rose to the occasion, obviously. Of course. But then they were expected to just go back to being housewives with no jobs and just doing housework and taking care of babies and... 
Yeah, because I wonder how truly respected that Amazon women were. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Um, Because with the Rwanda women, like, because it was such a quick shift for them to have power, the women that, like, the men that did come back and the women that did have husbands, the husbands' demands almost became more commanding and more severe where normally it was like do the regular housework, cook and clean, and now it's mm-hmm. like I want my shoes polished and my socks pressed and my suit pressed mm-hmm. by you while you're also working probably more than eight hours a day. Like now the, that I see how capable you are, I expect even more from you. Yeah, and then you know the men's jobs inside the home don't grow anymore. No, no, no. But because a woman Never. is working, they think, oh, well, all of a sudden now you need to be able to do more because you're doing this. So I don't know. Oh, Will we ever win? I just saw an, a video about um, a, com- a campaign that some Japanese politicians are doing where they're wearing, like, the fake pregnant belly and boobs around mm-hmm. to try and raise awareness about how apparently Japanese men do less in the home than almost anywhere in the country. Japanese women do five times as much housework, even if they work full-time like their mm-hmm. husbands do. Because I feel like they have an insane patriarchal society where women oh, are definitely. just, like, fucking servants almost but um that's a crazy thing to me that throughout history it doesn't matter how much a woman contributes to the home as far as like profession wise goes they are still expected and Mm -hmm. do more around the house than a man ever does it's absolutely insane like I just read an article about how um, women who have kids are more efficient than women that don't have kids, even though it's, like, a contradiction that they have less time and less energy and stuff. It's like they have an efficiency crash, right, when the kid is born to, like, several years old. And then after that, it's like they make up for it, like, abundantly. Mm-hmm. And I don't... They didn't really nail down, like, the specifics of why that is, but I thought that was so interesting that, like... Obviously, men, there are some fucking hardworking men, amazing scientists and revolutionaries throughout history, but like, yes. but like as the norm, women are expected to bear children, raise children, keep track of an entire household, usually do a lot of like the finances and stuff around the household and physically clean it mm-hmm. and feed everyone in the home. And that's just like expected of them. Yeah. And even in modern America, like, full-time working. Like, I read a lot of these articles when I was pregnant because I was fucking pissed all the time. But (laughs) (laughs) talking about, like, even if two parents work the exact same hours, if they have a small child, the woman still takes care of the child more and cleans and takes care of the house more. Just because of fucking gender roles, man. We were talking about this in my class about how, um... Like, the reason that we have grandmas is evolution, because there's really no reason for any for a woman to be alive after she's lost her ability to bear children mm-hmm. and reproduce, and it's, like, there, two people cannot effectively take care of a child. Mm-hmm. There has to be another, like, a third person, and that's where grandmas come in. Yeah, I mean, Dude. it takes a village. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, honestly, the community is, like, in... Africa, I know, is one place where mm-hmm. a kid is literally the responsibility of, like, the village. Like, my brother's friend uh, was training to run in the Olympics, and he went to Kenya 
to do that because they're fast as fuck. Mm-hmm. But he said that, like, you'll walk around the village and there will just be, like, infants walking around, like, chilling by themselves. Nobody knows, like, you don't know who they belong to. And he, like, freaked out one day because there was just, like, this little baby boy walking around by himself. And he was like, this kid's going to get hurt. Like, he's going to, like, something bad is going to happen to him. So he's picking him up and taking him around all these different people. And they're like, you just hold him until he wants to get down. And then you put him down. And he'll go find his, like, he's okay. Like, they just, everybody takes care of the kids. And that makes so much sense. Like, obviously, that doesn't work in all societies. But no. If you think about a household where two people are taking care of every part of it, mm. providing income to pay for everything and feed everyone, mm. and then also take care of that household and a kid, like where there's not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. There isn't. Mm-mm. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired yeah. right now talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even if you tag team it, then like you can do it sort of efficiently, but there's always things that slip through the cracks. And then yeah. those two people that are tag teaming don't ever fucking see each other. Like, I know when me and Nolan, like, tag team going to work and being at home and taking care of Rowan, maybe everything gets done, but there's always jobs that can't happen unless both people are home and someone's watching the baby. And then we never see each other. And so it's like, so you have two coexisting people, but they're not necessarily having a good relationship. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. absurd. Sometimes I think about single moms and I get, like, depressed. Because I think about, like, trying to do all of that completely by myself and trying to, like, how the fucking hell do you afford to have someone else take care of your kid? Daycare in America costs as much as college if it's, like, accredited. Like, I mean, not accredited, but licensed. Mm -hmm. It costs as much as college. And so, so many people can afford daycare alone or their rent alone, but not both of those things. It's absolute Mm -hmm. insanity. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I started to read an article about how child care was almost became, like, a federal, like, requirement. Like, they were going to make... Uh, I'm, I'm now deficient, but essentially, child care was going to be provided by every, for everybody by the federal government, and it ended up getting shot down. God damn it, but can you course. imagine how many people that would help if we actually had a system? Oh, that would be, like, mm-hmm. dude, revolutionary. Or even yeah. if more... Like corporations did yeah, that. Yeah, companies where their employees have mandatory subsidized daycare yes. as an option to them. Yeah, and I feel like that would create an incentive for it would help women be able to go back. It would help the companies where they wouldn't lose valuable employees. I mean, I can't imagine like a corporation that would take that hard of a hit if they provided childcare. They lose money when women take maternity leave and don't get paid for it because then they most likely don't come back to work because they can't afford for anyone to watch their fucking kid and companies make the most money out of long time employees Mm -hmm. because they're more efficient and Mm -hmm. they don't waste time and even with like their benefits and stuff they're just more effective to the company exactly it makes sense to keep those people rather than be like well sorry you had a baby slut like go home Mm -hmm. absolutely crazy Mm I had, like, a meltdown one night when I was talking, like, we were sleep, we were staying in New Jersey with our friends, and we were sleeping in the basement on their couches, and I was, like, freaking out about, like, a recent child abuse article that I read, and I just started being really upset about it, and I was, like, think about how many times a mom has to leave their kid with somebody that they don't fucking know that well, or don't trust that much, or seems sketchy because they have no other choice. Like, do I go to work and keep the roof over our head and leave this kid with my drug dealer's cousin? 
Or do I stay home with my kid and then we become homeless? Like, think about how daycare would save so many people like that from horrific situations. Honestly. It's just... I almost sometimes think maybe the United States should become a bunch of little tiny countries versus just one big country, and I feel like it'd be easier to take care of these problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Succeed. Yes. (laughs) Texas succeed. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not part of that group. try and take our guns, motherfucker. We'll succeed. (laughs) That's in our contract. That's in our constitution. Uh, that has me, it's not literally, it's not actually a favorite thing of mine, but ironically, it's a favorite thing of mine that this one girl was tweeting, um, repeal the 19th amendment, but then like in her bio on Twitter, it says she was about protecting the U.S. constitution, which, how does that work? Mm. You're wanting to repeal something that's part of the constitution, you wanted to change it. Remind me what the 19th amendment is? The right for women to vote. Repeal it? Yes. I've seen that. It's a thing on Twitter. Trump supporters. Oh my god. I just uh, got sick to my stomach. Why? Because they think that women are voting <laughs> for Hillary? Women are the problem. I want to. Oh my god. No fucking Sorry, I was leaving. <laughs> we just lost a fourth of our group at the moment. She, she could not deal with that I information. I am so glad that I haven't seen that, but now I'm. Uh, now I'm gonna go look and get really, really yeah. mad. You're gonna be. That's what I mean. Like, no matter. We're in the year 2016, and women think that women shouldn't be able to vote. <sighs> I just. I just. I don't understand. It's like you. I don't know. You tweeting that. Your right. To, your freedom of speech to tweet that. Say whatever dumb shit you want, I guess. But, like, it's like you're. Like, you want to be able to say these things. Like, you're like. You're making a statement about something. You're wanting to create political action by removing your ability yeah, to yeah. have political action. Like, why. What? Why do you hate yourself so much? <laughs> Please, America, someone write, once I get an actual logo for our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, someone to explain this to me who supports this, what your frame of thought is, because I can't. You repeal the 19th Amendment supporters, get at me and we'll have a conversation. Please. And then send me your address so I can fucking beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> Please and thank you. But, um... God damn it. Oh, Speaking of which, speaking of beating the shit out of someone, Emily, do you remember when the guys from the UK were talking about how, um, I don't remember if you were over there, they were talking about how people just fight all the fucking time, and it's, like, normal? You know, they pee in the street, and they drink open containers, and it's fine. Hmm. And they don't have guns. Their gun control is crazy strict. Oh, I remember And guess what? They don't have mass shootings all the time. But apparently, in the UK, (laughs) if you strike someone with an open hand, it's not assault. You can legally just fucking slap someone in the face as hard as you can, and nothing, it doesn't matter. You haven't moved to the UK? Honestly, it was, it was Khan. He was telling <laughs> us, UK. <laughs> he was telling us about how, like, bouncers and cops and stuff, you, like, they'll just box people in the ears, like, a one, two, three slap, and it knocks them out because they shake their brain back and forth so fast. Holy fuck. But it's completely legal because they do it with an open hand. If you punch someone... That's considered assault. But if you just slap someone in the face with an open hand, you can be like, they fell down. Like, I didn't fucking do anything. Look at that asshole. He fell down. 
I wonder if that would solve any problems in the United States. I feel like it would. I think that people being able to release their anger in physical ways against other people and not going to jail for it might be okay sometimes. Can you die from a slap? If if you were to, like, slap someone in the face as hard as you could and they fell down and fucking cracked their head open and died, you might get legal repercussions and maybe feel bad about it, but... Maybe. Maybe. Depending on the situation. If they want to repeal the 19th Amendment, I wouldn't feel bad about it. You don't want to vote? You can't vote. I killed you. Shit. <laughs> First article I came across was father who killed his 13-year-old daughter with two slaps because he didn't yeah. like how she washed the floor is jail for just 60 days. Oh, my God. But is what that, is the 60-day thing? Is that Have ins- you seen the thing about the guy who raped his daughter and she went to jail for She sent that to us. Are we, oh. Is this true? Yes. Is that in Saudi Arabia? Because all those names look very foreign. Um, it's the Daily Mail. Do we okay. trust the Daily Mail? Okay, but it is Musa. Oh, Canadian. In Canada? No way. In Quebec? Oh, man. I trust those guys. I trust Canadians. Yeah, so a girl claps to the floor unconscious with blood trickling from her nose. So I guess it needs to be someone like my same physique, stature, slapping someone else. I, I, could I kill someone else who's my same size? I mean, I'm talking about in yeah. the United Kingdom, Kingdom. You can do this. No, I know, but I'm, oh. I'm wondering, oh, like, slapping. if we were to instill this and slap people. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're strong effect? enough, you can kill someone doing something, like, weird. Like, you can elbow them and they die. But also, if you box people on the ears just right, slap them both at the same time, you can bust their eardrums. Because of the pressure, which is insane. But, man, that's fucked. But that's just, like, a trend. Like, this 60-day thing. I don't understand. That's some bullshit. Well, we're losing our our friends. Yeah, we're... I feel like you and me could talk into, like, the very wee hours of the (laughs) week. This will never stop, but... um, This has been episode one. I know it's choppy, and we we I feel like everything was really lighthearted and fun in the beginning, and then we paused to shit talk... And, and it came back very dark. <laughs> dark. We had a dark hour in that break. <laughs> but it's okay. It's good. Uh, it's fine. We're on Twitter and Instagram. I can't remember any of the names because the it's been. Hell, s- what's your Instagram? We haven't done anything with them, so don't go Google them yet until I tell you. Yes, but it's weird. We're called Weird Girls. It's Weird Girls podcast. Weird Girls. Weird Girls is involved somehow in each of the names of these. We'll put a picture up. It'll be really distinct to whatever it is that we pick. <gasps> oh my god! Are you gonna be our first follower, ah! Charlie? <laughs> Charlie, our fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact checking noise. With the biggest diamond among us. <laughs> <laughs> and stop it. Is that a blood diamond, bitch? <laughs> She's like, it better be. <laughs> anyway, by conflict free. Yes. But anyway, so thanks for listening and anyway, tune in next time. Bye. Say bye, guys. Bye.